Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. For exclusive podcasts and more, sign up at patreon.com slash partners in crime media. This week's Law & Order Marathon winner is Hannah Garrett of Commerce, Georgia. Hannah will get a marathon decal showing she watched 26.2 hours of her favorite crime show. To be next week's winner, sign up at lawandorderpodcast.com. I'm Kevin Flynn with Katie and Rebecca Lavoy, and these are their stories. You think you know who did it, but you don't know who did it, Law & Order. Welcome to These Are Their Stories, the podcast about Network TV's most enduring crime franchise and the real-life cases that inspired their shows. I'm Kevin Flynn. Each podcast will break down an episode from either Criminal Intent, SVU, or Original Recipe. And today we're looking at Criminal Intent, Season 6, Episode 19, Rocket Man. She had her car in Annapolis. She would have driven three hours to New York. Been here Thursday, like Edie said. And driven down to Annapolis in time to be back here on Friday. And if she paid tolls by cash, no one would be able to place her here. Joining me to do just that is true crime author and host of Crime Writers On and Netflix's You Can't Make This Up podcast. And tweeting on her phone as we speak, Rebecca Lavoie. Hello, Rebecca. Hello, I'm not tweeting. What are you doing? I'm literally just making sure that I remember what one of the actors in the show was on. That's all. I'll tell you that. That's my job. (laughs) And rounding out our panel is our special guest from the Date with Dateline podcast. It's Katie. Welcome back, Katie. Thank you for having me. I think this might be your fifth time. I think you might get a jacket. Oh, yeah. A robe. A robe. A velvet robe. Really? I don't know. I haven't counted. Maybe a patch. Anything. Oh, a patch. Mm -hmm. Iron on or uh, sew? Either one. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. Put it on your backpack as you hitchhike through Europe. <laughs> Correct. So you guys have been getting Keith Morrison and Josh Mankiewicz to come on your podcast. You've made it. Uh, how did you convince the powers that be that they should come on with with you and Kimberly? This goes th- all goes through Josh Mankiewicz. So Josh Mankiewicz is what we would call a friend of the podcast and a friend mm-hmm. of ours. And then he talks Keith into it is how that works. So ah. he calls Keith and puts a little bit of heat on, and then Keith will do it. You say he he leans on him. I would I would say he leans. Yeah. He leans. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we wanted someone from Law and Order, like say uh, Adam Beach or Carrie Lowell, I mean, but putting the bar low. How? What advice would you give us? I feel like they would do it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I feel like they would. I see people. Okay. I, all the time. I mean, I think they'd be flattered. Have you asked? Who should we aim for? Who should we aim for? I think it'd be great to have Michael Moriarty come on and read no, his poetry. That's the one I don't want. Who okay. should we aim for? Who should we go for first? Who have we been universally nice enough to that they would come on? Jill Hennessy. 
Yes. I would love yeah. to have Jill Hennessy Jill, on. That's yeah. good. That would work. Yeah. Yeah. We could get iced tea on, but it would have to be cameo and it'd be like $600. <laughs> is it $600? It's a lot. He's up it? there. Yeah. He's a lot. Yeah. He's, he's, he's asking for a lot. You know, the only star, Law and Order star we've ever had was Elizabeth Rome. Oh. Who said, yeah. Who she says she really thinks that Serena Sutherland is a lesbian. Really? Why does yeah. she think that? Uh, well, she clearly hasn't spoken to any real lesbians. Hmm. Is this because I'm a lesbian? <laughs> <laughs> you know who I feel like might do it? Who might do it? Angie Harmon. Oh, yeah? You know why? Because, like, we've set so many Angie Harmon fans. We honestly have on the show. Like, like I, I was my favorite prosecutorial team thing for yeah. a while. Uh, and also, like, no one has ever, ever shit on Angie Harmon on the show ever, right? I don't think so. And I have also, also propped up Rizzolian Isles many times on this show. Katie, I'll give you $1,000 if you can tell me if she's Rizzoli or Isles. She's Rizzoli. Rizzoli. <laughs> Disqualified. I, I had no help. Sorry, I heard a weird buzzing, but I didn't hear anything else. It was, it yeah. was, it was like a static. It's fine. She's Rizzoli. Although, by the way, those actresses could have just played the other parts. It would yeah, be fine. Absolutely fine. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at the first half of this episode: Criminal Intent, Season Six, Episode Nineteen, Rocket Man. Ah, the life of a celebrity astronaut. <laughs> Dashing shuttle commander Luke Nelson and beautiful Lieutenant Jessica Hart fly from Houston for a media tour ahead of their important space conference in New York City. But back at the hotel, we see Jessica putting on a negligee and answering a knock at the door. When she doesn't show up for breakfast at 0500, Nelson and the PR flack find her murdered in her room. A lot of rage. We have multiple stab wounds, neck, chest area, stomach. Crime of passion? Maybe. Silk nightgown. Gordon and Eames find a bloody scuba diver's knife, and Roger says there was some baby batter in Jessica's lady parts. Oh. They learn that she often confided in fellow girl astronaut Sandy Delgado. Girl astronaut? She t- That's what she is. She tells them that rumors <laughs> of an affair between the married Nelson and future Barbarella uh, were false. <laughs> the detectives learned that Major Craig Hurley had written a letter of complaint claiming Jessica jumped over him to get a slot on the upcoming mission, and Craig is a scuba diver. Though he had been in New York the night of the murder, his Fitbit shows that he was out for a walk when it happened. They learn that the semen discovered belonged to Nelson and confront him with the fact his key card shows him re-entering his hotel room after the murder. That's when his devoted wife, Edie, comes in to stand by the commander. At 1 p.p., Nelson admits to Gorin he and Jessica were having an affair. He says that he returned to the room only to find her dead body, so he left her there to spare his wife. Meanwhile, Edie tells Eames that Sandy became close to her husband when her marriage fell apart, but she befriended her to keep her close. Sandy told Edie that she was keeping an eye on the suspected lovers, but she didn't fly in from Annapolis for the conference until the next day. Well, I cannot tell you how many times I've enjoyed seeing photos of space shuttle astronauts on TMZ. (laughs) Oh, yes, I can. Zero. (laughs) Can I ask you a question? Sure. Do you think they named the character Commander Nelson after Major Nelson from My Dream of Genie? Oh, yeah. And the other guy's Major Hurley is very close to Major Healy. So, yes. (gasps) Blink. (laughs) Wow. Katie stunned. That was all I could think about. I was like, they named him Nelson. 
Yes, and I'm going to have show everybody my navel. That was a big deal. You did it. I did it. it, (laughs) Shield your eyes. It was a huge deal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It it really was. By the way, celebrity astronauts. When was the last time that happened? I've never. Not since like Apollo. The paparazzi are chasing John Glenn (laughs) through... What the pay the Playboy Club in 1964? Like, come here, smile, smile. Who are you wearing? Who are you wearing? <laughs> They're like famous astronauts, but not famous astronauts. They're only famous astronauts when retroactively bad things have happened to astronauts, and then they become famous. Yeah, let's be real. For example, what's happening here? This, right, this, or like this situation. Or like, let's be real. Like, like Gabby Gifford's husband was an astronaut, right? And then oh. he became famous, and then he was elected to the Senate, right? Right, like bad, like bad. But nobody's or, chasing him in and out of the Viper Room, no. Or like when an astronaut mission goes horribly wrong, and then everybody knows every all the astronauts' names, and that mission, like, there's no when there's an astronaut that is alive. And walking around the world and nothing bad has happened to that astronaut no. unless they are the first of their kind, like the first woman. Mm-hmm. Like nobody knows who that person is. No. Right. Yes. Well, she's the youngest and the sexiest. Yes. The face of NSA. The face of space. They can't say NASA. Why? N-A-S-A. I don't know. It's not a brand so, name like Target. Why can't they fucking say right, it? Right. So instead they work for NSA, National Space Agency, or as they pronounce it, NSA. <laughs> Uh, it's so, the dumbest logo I've ever oh, seen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we right. keep seeing the NSA logo, mm-hmm. which is basically a bubble Hello Kitty version of a spaceship. <laughs> hmm Yeah. Hey, somebody had to make those patches. Some poor person in wardrobe had to get those patches made and were bummed out. And they're like, really, we can't just use NASA? You're sure we can't just use NASA? <laughs> patches and elevator, like... Uh, in the background. <laughs> Everywhere you can see it, put it up there. <laughs> Those just went in a dumpster. Oh, like, sure. no one, that's just, like, it's just, they can't ever use it again. Unless, I mean, maybe they're going to do another space crime, but I don't think so. I oh, no, like, they're like, we need to do a better logo for NSA. Here's the thing I kept thinking. NSA is also the logo of the actual NSA. Yeah, yeah. So no strings attached. They could have made it cool, and then, like, then a later what? episode where the NSA was involved... Yeah, and they could have been like, we can reuse all these things later with a have- spaceship on it. There you go. No, no, they could have just made it cool. No, I mean that's what it looks like. You yeah. put on the the side of one of those Fisher Price Little People rockets. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jimmy's first trip to space. Yeah. There you go. So look, everyone's flying into New York for this astronaut conference, but apparently. The headquarters of NSA is also, <laughs> also in, New, in York. New York. So is it really a conference if you're just going to work? So the, was the headquarters of NSA in that Queens, like, World's like, Fair situation? Yeah. <laughs> like, I couldn't figure out where they were going. Like the Space Museum? Or? There were, like, rockets and, like, giant lobbies. I'm like, where the fuck is this place? Because Sorry. if you're going to set up a space agency anywhere in the United States, yeah. the logical place would be... In a major metropolitan area where you can't even own a car, let alone a rocket. <laughs> yeah, on an island. Uh-huh. Um, hold on. Sorry. So the, the space headquarters is not in Annapolis then. So I got this all wrong is what you're telling me. What's in Annapolis? Why are people going there? I don't know, because it's a faraway place that you can drive your car from, but get back in a reasonable amount of piss. Well, the conference was in 
New York. Yeah. And there also seems to have been a training facility of some sort in New York. So why are they in Maryland? I don't. Why That's do you think this is logical? Quarters why, is. Why do you think any of this is supposed to be well, logical? We saw some like Air Force, you know, like No, there was it wasn't the US Air Force, it was SIFA. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, yeah. so the, on the on the Law and Order universe, they do say the FBI. Yes, right. They do say other aid, government agencies. Yes, NASA is a government agency that the United States taxpayer owns. Why can't they just fucking say NASA? No, NASA said no. You're right. NASA they said, no. said no. They said no because NASA has a whole propaganda filmmaking thing where they'll help you make a thing if it's good for their brand. Oh, they probably but said crazy no. astronaut says no. That being said, they could have still done it. <laughs> like they could have fucking still done it. Yeah, and just been like because there was no like they didn't need to get on a space station to film this, right? No. Yeah, just saying. Did did they use NASA in the movie Space Camp, which I feel like yes. is very fitting. For this, they did. sorry, wasn't yeah. Tate Donovan also in Space Camp? He was. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. I got very excited. I remember Space Camp. He was also in Rocket Man. <laughs> oh, he was. He was he in is? Rocket Man. Yes. Oh wow, oh, Tate. Okay. There we go. So it's not an episode of Criminal Intent if Gorin doesn't sniff somebody. Somebody's face. You know, our face is swollen. Irritation around the eyes. Pepper spray. I couldn't believe, right off the bat, just immediately, just down in that right, body. Kevin, come here. All yeah. right. And Pepper that's been an epi- spray. Now it's been an episode of Tats with me smelling your face. It's like, mmm, <laughs> pepper spray, so much better than mace. <laughs> so not only does the commander's wife pack his suitcase for him, but she puts a framed photo of the family in the suitcase for him to place in his hotel room. Oh, yeah. Who does either of these things? I do that all the time. You pack my suitcase and then no. stick a photograph of no. the people that you're leaving for a weekend? No. But I'm going to start doing that now because that seems like a good plan. It's a good plan? He's gone for a weekend. He's like, here's a photograph. But he goes into space for two months and she's like, here's your tang. <laughs> uh, we're going to lead off with our, hey, it's that girl. All right. Hey, it's that girl. Actually, we get to see her before she was famous. Before they were famous. And she actually is a repeat offender. Repeat offender. So, I mean, those are basically all the jingles I have for one person. AKA the person we knew who did it immediately. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'm an astronaut's wife. Women are always slipping him their phone numbers and hotel room keys. But I know deep down the commander would never cheat on me. <laughs> it's uh, Oscar nominee Amy Ryan as Edie Nelson. So five Law & Order appearances. She is in the upcoming horror film Bo is Afraid, mm. of which co-star Nathan Lane says will make audiences nauseous, Ooh. which is not something you want to put on the poster. No. But let's try for our Hey, It's That Guy. Okay. Hey, it's... That guy. Can you name the actor playing astronaut Luke Nelson? Tate Donovan. Look, I had no reason to kill Jessica. 24 hours ago, I had the perfect life. Great wife. My son's the captain of the high school football team. A great job. Tate Donovan. Joshua. Emmy winner. Joshua. Tate Donovan. Known for his roles in Argo, Damages, The O.C., and as the voice of Disney's Hercules. And love potion number nine, yeah, motherfucker. That's, that's yeah, Tate was engaged to uh, Sandra Bullock. From uh, Love Potion number nine, and then later engaged to Jennifer Aniston. That's right, because he was 
Joshua. And later dressed by this lady on a short film. Say what? I put him in track pants. What? <laughs> yes. Okay, spill the tea. What What is this about? It was a short film I did a few years ago in LA. I was the wardrobe. I was the costume designer. And so nice. I was very I was very stressed when they said he was coming to set. He was there for maybe two hours. He had like two scenes. And I was like, hi. Hi, I'm Katie. Can you put these pants on? Thanks. <laughs> it was about like that. That's about how it went. I was, um, yeah, I was, I don't know. He's, he's a, he's a handsome actor and I don't do well. Did was you he- call him Joshua? Were you like <laughs> Joshua? I don't, I don't think I said Mr. Donovan, but I might have gotten close. So he says that the young actors on the OC became horrible as soon as they became famous. Hmm. He didn't name anyone, but he said one actor told him, quote, this TV show is ruining my film career (laughs) and he'd never been in a film. I want, I want to know who, which one that is. Well, this podcast is ruining my astronaut career. So there. Yeah. You'll never work for NASA. Yeah. A career with Nissa is out for you. Damn, I thought I was crazy enough to work for Nissa. Nissa. Uh, can I you tell me who? Odyssey. Tell me who is playing Mark Schaefer, the communications director for Nissa. Well, she gets a lot of attention, hundreds of letters a week. The fresh face of the space program. Who knows what crazies are out there? That smarmy guy. Yeah, no idea. That's actor Michael Kumpsty. Three Law and Order franchise appearances. You'll oh. remember him as Mr. Grainer. The evil head of security in Apple TV's Severance. Oh. Oh, I, I'm saving Severance. I haven't done Severance great yet. Show. Oh, okay. It was great, so I'm holding it. I need a couple good shows in my pocket. So I'm make a podcast about it. Please invite me. Yeah. On. Just say don't don't get too attached to Mr. Grainer. Uh, <laughs> he's angry. Michael Comsty has also had roles in the instantly forgettable sequel to Wall Street, Money Never Sleeps. Hmm. That ties in really so well with Severance because they obviously got the name by locking four writers with no memory of the outside world in a basement till they finished their script. Yeah. Wah, wah. Did you spot the actor playing Red Herring number one, former boyfriend Matt Shaw? If you get listed for a mission and become pregnant, you're out. Now, you could be listed for two or three years before the mission even takes place. It's a real pressure cooker. That's Ty Jones. He played FBI agent Jerry Donovan on Power he was also the police chief on Clifford, the Big Red Dog. <laughs> oh, Emily Elizabeth. Your so love. he was a cartoon voice and we're supposed no, to No, no, he was in the live action movie. He wasn't in the John Ritter cartoon. There was a cartoon. Wait, there was a. Wait, did you just say the John Ritter cartoon? Yeah. John Ritter was the voice of Clifford, the Big Red Dog. Shut the front door. For, Rebecca, where the fuck have you been? You didn't know about Joshua, but I was supposed to know that John Ritter was the voice of Clifford, the Big Red Dog. Okay. Katie, back He's not always the voice. That's got to change. He's the voice. Well, there was a there was a live action movie, and by live I mean everybody except Clifford, <laughs> <laughs> the big red dog. Uh, but yeah, yeah, John Ritter did the voice of the original. I Clifford. have no idea. I didn't that. know that either. Yeah, I'll go pick a nice big bus for Emily Elizabeth. Great. Now I wonder where we can find her a balloon. Yeah. See, that's not a well known thing, Kevin. No, didn't mm. know. Ty Jones is an NAACP winner and the artistic director of the Classical Theater of Harlem. And he is not to be confused with the other Ty Jones, who was recently banned from TikTok for looking too much like Ed Sheeran. (laughs) (laughs) On his page, it says... He doesn't look anything like Ed Sheeran. No, he does not. No, no, but this other Ty Jones does. He says on his page, Hi, 
I'm an Ed Sheeran lookalike with a lot of experience in this area, along with acting, viral videos, radio interviews, and much more. DM for bookings. <laughs> I got. I'm looking him up after this. Ty Jones, the other Ed Sheeran. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, TikTok says he was banned for violating its terms of service. Oh. And Ty Jones says he feels like he's being discriminated against for the way he looks. And the other Ty Jones says, bitch, what? Hmm. <laughs> so did, Re- did Rebecca pick up on who was playing our dead astronaut, Lieutenant Jessica Hart? Fuck yes, I did. Who is it? That was Kate Howard from General Hospital, motherfucker. I'm grateful to women like Sally Ride who paved the way. Ooh. Yeah, actress's name is Kelly Sullivan, best known as magazine editor Kate Howard on General Hospital. She was murdered by my favorite actress on General Hospital right now, Maura West. Anyway, keep well, going. Well, don't forget Kate's uh, split personality alter ego, Connie Falconeri. Connie Falconeri, yes. Yeah. So Connie sought revenge against Sonny for cheating on her with Kate, who is actually the same person that she is. <laughs> uh, she was also Sage Newman on The Young and the Restless. She rescued Nick from a bear trap, helped Adam fake his death and become Gabriel after his plastic surgery, survived the collapse of the bar known as the Underground, died in a car accident, then returned to haunt Sharon for kidnapping her son Christian, who she thought died in a fire at the Newman Towers, who Sharon renamed Sully. And by the way, this is what I do for work. That's right. I remember all that. And by the way, Christian really isn't Sharon's son. But anyway, keep going. What? (laughs) So she's a soap act. Does she only do soap operas? Yes, this. I've only ever seen her in soaps before. And there is also another soap actress in this. Go ahead, Kevin. <gasps> mm. I don't know the actress's name, but Sandy Delgado. Yeah. Was on a One Life to Live for a really long time. You have to understand the disappointment. Only five to ten pilots are chosen every two years. He was convinced he was the victim of reverse discrimination. Oh, she, she, was, was. she was a cop on One Life to Live, a detective. I think she was Maria's sister, not 100% sure, but she was on One Life to Live for a really long time. She doesn't even have a photo in IMDb. I know. She was a New York-based actress. Yeah, she was funny. definitely on One Life to Live for a really long time. I promise you she was. Is All she right. a theater actor, maybe? Is that why she doesn't have a photo up? Soap actor. I am 100 percent sure yeah you don't need another job if you've got a soap like that (laughs) for that long that's great good for her that's great can you tell me the name of the actress playing barbara the nsa pr hack i don't know who that is we have a a national space agency conference here this weekend lieutenant hart and commander nelson checked in a day early to do media appearances that's uh phoebe jonas she was the spokeswoman for phillips laxatives Oh, yes. Nice. Yeah, she sued Bear when they dropped her from their commercials and replaced her with a bobblehead that looked exactly like her. What? Did she win? Does it say if she won that lawsuit? I keep looking. I don't see. They probably settled out of court, but I do not see it. Basically, the bobblehead did, didn't have a lot of lines. It just nodded yes to everything people were saying about their laxatives. I bet she won. She doesn't have to work anymore. Hope she has a good life in wherever she is. She's living off that laxative money. Yeah, she is. And the lawsuit. Good for her. Yeah. (laughs) Lastly, can you tell me the name of the actress playing TV reporter Don Condor? No, but I have a guess. What's your guess? Is it Don Condor? No, you fell into my tiger (laughs) pit like those girls in yellow jackets. No, that's Patricia Stark. Now, Lieutenant Hart, when you take off next month, you'll be the youngest astronaut ever to go up in space. She's had two appearances as reporter Don Condor and one as Dean Condor for some reason. Typo, I suppose. She's a former TV anchor for such outlets as Fox News and Better Business News Journal. 
She's also been the host of several infomercials. Mm. They include Continuous Results Skincare, oh. The Laser Sculpt Fat Remover, uh-huh. Finishing Touch Elite Hair Remover. I had that. And the thigh. Rips your hair out, is not comfortable. And the Thigh Glider Fitness System. Oh, okay. So all like health and beauty items, all like. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, thigh glider. By the way, four payments of forty four ninety nine. Is it is it the thigh master? But it's called the thigh glider. Well, I don't, what did the thigh master do? Well, that was like a like a thing you put between your knees it's and you push. It's just squeezy. It's just a gym machine that's yeah. small. It's the thigh ball. glider works. Yeah, differently. It's like you push out. Uh, okay. But apparently, so it's the other exercise. Yeah, the the selling point apparently is that women don't like to go to the gyms and have to their range of motion with their thighs is embarrassing. So you can do this at home. And that's why the original product name was called the Camel Toe Cruncher. Okay. Thank you, Kevin. So Gorn and Eames study like all the astronauts involved by watching their online videos. We know what his lifelong dream is. My lifelong dream? They go on a shuttle mission and someday walk in space. Which appears to be them reading their lines in front of a Zoom background. Incredible. It looks really cheesy. Queued up always to the perfect point. Where it's like my lifelong dream is to be it was been on a space shuttle flight. Okay, your, and your let's see. Dream? Okay. And let's see what his hobbies are. And that's his next line in the video. My favorite hobby when I'm not dreaming of going up in space, deep sea diving. It's incredible. I love it. Good detectoring. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that is. Mm-hmm. I think when they shot Tate Donovan's, I think the director just said, okay, just slowly teeter on one foot like you're in space and we'll do the rest in post. <laughs> yep. It's like, whoa, teeter, teeter. So just as they're about to turn up the heat on Nelson, his wife Edie appears in the museum or whatever the fuck that is. The best. And she immediately guesses Goran's a detective because... <clears throat> Your detectives? The holster, bulge, plain clothes, tired eyes. Oh. So is that a gun in your pocket, or did you mistake me for Nicole Wallace? And he's like, how did you know? Are you a detective? And she says, no, just a mom. Just a mom. How would a mom fucking know that? How would a mom know that the dead-eyed stares of two people and their holster bulge makes them detectives? What qualifies you when you're a mom? I think that there was another line that was maybe cut. I feel like it was like, I knew when my son had a Snickers in his pocket that he wasn't supposed to or something. Like there was got to be some sort of, or I knew when he had a joint. There, I feel like there was another mom-esque line of how she caught her son with a bulge that turned out to be something. Like she's an eagle eye, but it doesn't make yeah. sense in in this. I knew when I ran over that other cheerleader's mom, when the detective <laughs> showed up, I learned what they looked like, Right. Yeah, yes. I'm just a Texas mom, so we know what detectives look like. Yeah, I I can identify any kind of bulge. <laughs> uh, so she refers to her own husband, Luke Nelson, as the commander. That's his dick. You think that's his dick? What else could it be? Well, I just think that maybe she's feeling a little handmaidenish. She calls herself of Luke. But of here's commander. the thing: does he seem like he's like domineering in any way? He doesn't. No. She's taking like on a submissive housewifely role without having been asked to. Commander is a military rank. It's not a pet name in bed. Was it? Is it submissive or is it also like her trying to sort of, it seems like he's been caught cheating several many times. And so that's hence the picture in the suitcase and all the stuff of it's like he's tightly controlled. I think she just wants to be photographed going into the Viper room with a hot astronaut. Yeah. 
Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Blessed I mean, be the fruit. God knows a submissive wife is always the target of the paparazzi. Yeah. If you're going to define your perfect life, mm-hmm. would it include my son is the captain of the football team? My son well, is, she's- is the captain of the football team. <laughs> the man says this. I have the perfect life. I'm just asking because to me, that's like not my perfect life. <laughs> Maybe that's think, my son's perfect life. I think being an astronaut's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> and and he's, don't forget, he's a celebrity astronaut. Yeah. <laughs> Caesar's Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesar's rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. All right, let's take a look at the second half of this episode. Sandy tells Gorn and Eames that she was still in Annapolis the night of the murder and told Edie the white lie to reassure her Nelson and Jessica were not having an affair. Jessica's not his type. Young, smart, beautiful. I get that. Not every man has his mind in the gutter, Detective. Luke is an honorable man. You can ask anyone. Then how would a rumor like this get started? Sandy says Craig started the rumor of the affair to smear Jessica, but he claims he heard the rumor from Sandy, who he considers to be a nutcase. Bobby and Alex suspect Sandy drove from Annapolis to New York the night of the murder, then drove back to catch her scheduled flight to cover her tracks. They also learned that the agency grounded Sandy because her heart would race in space whenever she talked to Nelson. In the trunk of her car, the detectives find a wig, pepper spray, a bloody shirt, and best of all, a used adult diaper she wore on the trip. Sandy tells them Nelson didn't love either Edie or Jessica. He's been sending her hundreds of loving emails and even bought her a pair of earrings. Then she admits to completing her mission of killing Jessica. Gordon Eames grill Nelson on whether he put Sandy up to it. He says he never sent the emails and the earrings he purchased went to Jessica, not Sandy. And they learned that the special skin lotion that Nelson supposedly sent Sandy was spiked with enough steroids to drive her to violence. At a memorial service for Jessica, the partners make a show of arresting Nelson in front of Edie. He still denies sending the emails and the gifts while his wife says that Craig sent him. But you can't fool Gorn with that weak-ass shit. He gets Edie to admit she sent the emails and the roid rage cream in hope Sandy would kill Jessica, her romantic rival. All right, Gorn and Eames begin to suspect Sandy because she was grounded during the last shuttle mission when her heart raced after talking with Nelson. Mm. I think she looks fine just the way she is. Don't you agree, Houston? Let me guess. This is when her heart rate went up. Yep. Apparently, the flight surgeon didn't notice Nelson's erection when he talked about re-entry. (laughs) (laughs) What a weird thing to have your vitals just, like, monitored all the time. Mm -hmm. All the time. Rebecca got a blackhead after she ate a piece of pizza in space. Blackhead. (laughs) 
Well, I mean, what are they going to do? Like, if you're dying, like, you're still up in space. I guess you're just like, well, we better roll film. <laughs> Good thing we have a body bag up there. <laughs> Rebecca's yeah. lips got dry when she forgot to take a sip of water between talking too much and talking too much. It's like, I think we need to get the flight surgeon more things to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're trying to find out why itchy, scratchy astronaut Sandy is telling one person that she was in Annapolis and then another that she was in New York City. So they immediately jumped to the conclusion that she drove to New York and then drove back to Annapolis to catch the flight the next morning back to New York. And they somehow used this theory to get a judge to issue a search warrant for her car. Yes. So why is the car that they're searching apparently in New York? Oh. Oh. Why is, why is her car in New York? So what you're saying is she drove from Annapolis to New York and then drove back to Annapolis and flew to New York. Her car should be in Annapolis. Yes. But, but they're the searching car the car in, in New York. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you're saying they had to have the car trucked up from Annapolis to New York to search it or something. No. Bullshit. No. So that's what you're they... saying that that had to have happened, but we never like. No, I think they just fucked up big time. <laughs> I've got rolls of quarters and map-quested directions from Annapolis to their hotel in Manhattan. Well, so far, I've got astronaut diapers. Here's my issue. I don't think you need a diaper to drive from Maryland to New York. You. That's why I thought that must be the thing that messes me up is if she had driven from Houston to New York. Yes. Like, just as, straight like to the we, destination. I don't mean to give a spoiler alert. As we know from the real life from headline story, you might... Maryland to New York, I don't, I mean, it's a long drive, but is it like a diaper drive? Or is it like a, maybe just pull over real quick and pee like in a thing? Or don't drink water. I think you should be more concerned about the blood all over your clothes and the <laughs> piss in your bladder. Also, yeah, by the way, true. why put it in a trash bag below the spare tire instead of just throwing why in a hot? fucking McDonald's trash can? Yep. Why? Why? You're a fucking astronaut. You are the best of the best, the elite of the elite. You're so good that they kicked Craig off the mission in lieu of you. And it was his lifelong dream. Lifelong dream. Lifelong. Yes. He doesn't even believe women should be allowed to do it. Now we know why. I don't even think women should be allowed to do it anymore after seeing Sandy's ineptitude with his evidence. Kept all of it. Sorry, women everywhere. Okay, as long as we're all focused on shit, that's good. (laughs) So apparently they find all the MapQuest directions that they printed off. I'm really surprised that, you know, for the time that uh, she didn't have a TomTom. <laughs> but wait, there's Tom-tom. a corporate there's a corporate name that didn't age well. Tim Tim. A Tim Tim. What's a Tim Tim? What would they have called in long years? Like it would have been like like yeah, like Tim Tim. Yeah. Jim Jim. Jim Jim. Jim Jim, take me to Nsa. Nsa. Annapolis. That's good. So Sandy was driven violently insane because someone spiked her skin lotion with steroids. Hmm. But with the amount of steroids to do that, that rash would be gone in like 40 minutes, right? <laughs> uh-huh. It'd be just like... Yeah. It would be a new hand. Yeah, like the Terminator. Mm-hmm. Just grow a new one. That's that's bizarre. There had to be something in that lotion that was also causing more dry skin, though, right? Because she was aggro pumping that lotion onto her hands and arms. 
And if you can't be without it for a few hours, it feels like there's something else going on. Gangrene. Your skin I don't know. is dry. Mm-hmm. Like you are, you are desiccated. Yeah, usually That's it's bad. only guys that go through that much lotion. <laughs> <laughs> I like how subtly they they show it too, where she's like in the in the talk with her superior and squirting it on her hand furiously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was also a really big bottle to seem to be to carry in your pocket. I would not carry a pump bottle with me. You know, that doesn't oh, seem like a portable thing because you got to remember to lock the top. It felt like a COVID scene with someone pulling like a hand sanitizer out of there. Yeah. yeah. You're like, mm-hmm. hold on, I got I to gotta do this with my hands. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like, you know, a bright neon arrow pointing at like, this is a clue. Yeah. <laughs> is this character development? She keeps scratching. Does she need a hit? <laughs> scratching. The spiders are coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So the big scene happens at NSA headquarters. <laughs> You're really committing to this. Oh, man. I what? appreciate. Uh, yeah, so uh, everybody at NSA is there for, I mean, for real, a very sparsely attended memorial service for Jessica. And then the arrest comes, and the arrest timing is impeccable. This is time better than one of those F-16 flyovers at the National Anthem. Commander Nelson will share a few words about Jessica. Sorry to interrupt you. I'm gonna have to talk to you. No? Unless you want us to arrest you here in front of everyone. Like, oh, you're gonna get up and talk? Not so fast. It was perfect. It was just like the videos. They click on it. It's exactly the right time. Yep, they know what they're doing. So they basically take them like outside of the building. It's the reverse Scooby-Doo scenario. Yeah. Take one away and then get a confession instead of putting everyone together and getting a confession. Yeah. What are they doing? Like this crowd <laughs> gathers around and it's kind of like one of those like street scenes where you go in the park and then one guy's passing a hat and other guy's like break dancing or he's on mm. a unicycle juggling. And you're like, hey, I mean, that's what it looked like. Everybody's like, hey, I wonder what this is all about. <laughs> and you knew that Jessica and Luke were having an affair, right? You knew that Sandy had a crush on him? Well, you brought her into your home? She was lonely. I felt for her. And you weren't trying to manipulate her? Oh, well, whoever wrote the emails knew an awful lot about Luke's life. And you know the crowd is basically all those colleagues that were inside and so with their paying their tearful respects for their murdered colleagues, and you're like, you know, this is really sad, but I want to see what's going on outside. <laughs> mm. But that guy's got a bulge. I think he's a detective. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's I know that because I'm a mom. <laughs> I know that. I'm a mom. I'm supposed to be listening to speaker number three who couldn't talk instead of this guy. But there's some shit going on, right? Yeah. Yep. Somebody brought in one of those flower arrangements in the shape of the Hello Kitty Nso logo <laughs> to place right next to. The photo that they happen to have just in case. You know all those astronauts, they take just-in-case photos. <laughs> sure. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. 
Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. All right, let's take a look at the real life story that inspired this episode. It's time for a Rip from the Headlines. Can't wait. You think you know who did you it. You think you know who did it, but you don't know who did it. You don't know who did it. Rip from the Headlines. This episode is inspired by the so-called astronaut love triangle case. Navy Captain Lisa Nowak travelled on the Space Shuttle Discovery and the International Space Station in 2006. But back on Earth, her marriage was falling apart. Nowak had an affair with fellow astronaut Bill Offelin. After her spaceflight, Nowak was reassigned to Mission Control in Houston. Back in Florida, Offelin divorced his wife and began a new relationship with Air Force Captain Colleen Shipman. He believed Nowak took the news well. A month later, Nowak drove her husband's car 900 miles from Houston to Orlando to confront Shipman. She took a black wig, pepper spray, a BB gun and a knife. Disguised in a trench coat, Nowak waited the airport baggage carousel for her rival. She followed Shipman to her car where she pepper sprayed her through the window. Shipman escaped and Nowak was arrested for attempted kidnapping and attempted murder. Citing police errors, a judge threw out Nowak's statement to investigators and evidence collected from the car. Doctors said she had many psychiatric disorders and lawyers teased she'd plead insanity. Prosecutors offered her a year's probation, but she was dismissed from NASA and drummed out of the Navy. Today, Lisa Nowak lives in Texas and has a job in the private sector. So Nowak's attorney strongly disputes the claim that she wore diapers for 950 miles. The detail originally came from a uh, police officer's affidavit that that's what she told him. They actually were toddler-sized diapers that had been in the car for more than seven years. But I got to say, I do not care what the facts are. I'm still saying she wore diapers. It's why everyone remembers the story, right? It's 100% the only thing I knew. That's right. <laughs> well, there's two things you knew. Astronaut love triangle. Yep, I knew that. And diapers. And diapers. And diapers. Just astronaut love triangle was a good detail. Yeah. But yeah. Diapers, diapers made it sexy. <laughs> made it sexy? <laughs> so the because the original thought, if I remember it right, it was that she drove those 900 miles without stopping. Mm-hmm. Just going in diapers the whole time. Boy, I, I'm going to pretend like that's correct. Let's just be real. Yeah. This is yeah. why that song was written, right? What song? I would drive 900 miles, right? No, like, why? it was that's no, a, it was, that's um, not why it was written. Um, is that why also they had the um, Sandy singing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star in the station? Oh, my gosh. Maybe Tinkle, Tinkle, Little Star? Oh, was oh, um, wow. Was that, did that happen in the real case, I wonder? Was she I did, singing in the station? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I'm, I'm going to say yes. Yes. I want to say yes. Yes to diapers. Yes to singing in the station. And what does working in the private sector mean? Yes. Good question. Does that mean she's a retail worker? Or does it mean she's like an engineer? Could mean anything. Well, she's not working for NSA anymore. (laughs) 
So, so if these were toddler size diapers, I mean, you're getting into pull-ups, right? So it's not like you can stuff them in like a giant maxi pad, right? Also, you get one leg on, but that's about it. No, I'm just going to dispute this fact. No, you could rip them, right? But a small woman could 100% put on a pull-up. Yeah. 100%. small woman astronaut. I'm sorry. I could put on a Young boy sized pull up. Mm-hmm. Have you seen a pull up? It's just panties. You you could pull. You could put on. <laughs> yeah, the it's pull up panties. of a three year old child. Have you seen a pull up? It has giant boy f- fat fucking thigh sized holes mm-hmm. that are elasticized. Super elasticized. If if they wanted to. I'm not mm-hmm. saying, by the way, I'm not like saying that this is what fucking happened, but I'm not not saying <laughs> that being said, sure, maybe she had some pull ups in her car, but I'm like a size six woman. I think I could fit into a giant toddler pull up. I yep. really do. I agree. Do you think you could fit into a giant toddler pull up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think. So. Yeah, they're really stretchy. Also, I think you can rip them. And then mm. place them like puppy pads, basically, around yes. yourself in the seat. Stuff so, them in d- your jeans. Yeah. You don't know. I wonder, like, we don't know what state the car. I am. I'm, I'm going to say that if that, that diaper thing didn't happen, that's I'm not going to say disappointed, but that that was the thing of this case. That was yeah. the thing. If that's not disappointed. Don't, don't meet your heroes. No. <laughs> what happened? Novak. 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 I'm upset. She said she had the diapers for seven years. My question is, who keeps their kids' diapers till they're in fourth grade? Are you hedging a bet or something? What else was in the car? That means the car is filled. That means the car, the back of the car is. Do not eat those Cheetos. Exactly. So Shipman sent uh, Offland sexually charged emails while he was in space. Mm. So, yes, you can jerk it in zero gravity. He sent emails from space? She sent emails to him in space. Yeah, the Wi-Fi is awesome up there, you know. Can he Uh, get it in space? Can he respond? Emails? Yeah, he was sending... I'd love to say he was sending dick pics back. (laughs) We learned in this episode that you can't even wear earrings in space. Yeah. Right. Where are you going to put it? Like, where are you going to put it? When you... You mean the knuckle chowder? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think it goes into that too, right? A diaper. <laughs> but do they recycle it? <laughs> a diaper. There you go. Solved it. Solved Mystery it. solved. Yeah, that's it. So today, uh, Shipman and Offlin live in Wasilla, Alaska. Shipman is an author writing middle school paranormal romance novels under the pen name C.M. McCoy. Nice. In her book Eerie. It's about a girl accepted into the world's premier supernatural university. Uh Uh-huh. So I guess she's a turf? Yes, and they can see Russia from their house. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Supernatural romance for for tweens. Tween supernatural romance. I like it. All right. So on the discovery, Nowak operated the robotic arm. She was not allowed to do a spacewalk because... The spacesuits are not designed to fit women. Can you say something? No, not going to say anything. Say yeah. Well, apparently. What after- are you talking about? Yeah. Well, after some budget cuts, NSA stopped 
making smaller sizes of the spacesuits. They basically went with one size. So the spacesuit was too big for her. However, the huggies fit like a glove. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to do it for us. I want to thank our guest, Katie. Katie, where can our listeners follow you online? You can follow us at Date Dateline on Twitter and on Instagram and check us out on A Date with K&K on YouTube for Yellow Jackets coverage of season two. Wow. And Rebecca Lavoie, how can our listeners follow you? Well, they can follow me everywhere I'm following Kate and Katie because, like, you should just follow them. But they can also, if you want to follow me, at Reb Lavoie. And you can change my diapers at Kevin P. Flynn. Ew. You can also tweet to us at Law & Order Pod or follow Baby us man. on Instagram at These Are Their Stories Podcast. Our newsreader was Cy Freighter. Our theme music was composed and performed by Uncanny Valleys. Content assistance from Travis Roy. Lily Flynn handles promotions. All clips in this podcast are used in compliance with the U.S. Copyrights Act fair use exemption for criticism and commentary. Go to lawandorderpodcast.com and sign up for our newsletter for a chance to be our next Law & Order Marathon winner. These Are Their Stories was recorded in the Treehouse Yoga Studio above the Mockingbird Cafe in Basin Louis, Mississippi Studio and is a production of Partners in Crime Media. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate.